Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Då är ni välkomna till ännu ett avsnitt av Rock Bottom och jag sitter som vanligt ungefär backstage på Amexet med Dave and Frank yes. from what band? Attitudes and Altitudes. Altitudes. No, Altitudes, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. We, we, could, we, do, we say A&A for sure. Just that, like that. A&A. A&A. Let's A&A. do that then. A&A. 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 Yeah, A&A. okay. Where did that name come from? It was just a thing that came on my mind one day, literally in the studio, got done playing a part, and I said, what do you think about Altitudes and Attitude? And everybody's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Next song, you know, and um, and it's uh, it just, it's stuck. I mean, honestly, I thought it was maybe kind of more of an album title than a, or a song title, but, you know, sometimes something sticks. In fact, yeah. we were talking about when we, because we put an EP out five years ago that with this LP, It's like, okay, is that the name or should it be like Frank and Dave? Uh-huh. Frank like, and Dave sounds like a talk show. Sounds like yeah. an old, yeah. <laughs> or the, the Frank and Dave <laughs> show or, or like some Vegas act, you know, or Bello Ellison or I mean, like, what should we, should we put our names on it? Like, what should it be? And, you know, it just, it, it stuck. I mean, it seemed like people liked it. It's, yeah. uh. Except fa- for me getting it I think backwards. the fact that it's hard to say <laughs> makes it memorable. Because you're like, how the hell do you say those guys yeah. in band name? You know, That's why we yeah. make it easier yeah. to say A&A. 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 Yeah. That, that's really good. Two bla- bass players forming a band. That's Imagine quite that. unusual. Why would they do that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is not only any band, but two bands. Half of the bands from the big four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Right. Amphrax and Megadeth. Right. And you formed in 2013, right? Yeah, 13. And that's when we started, yeah. Like until five years 14. ago? Yeah. 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 How did this happen? Well, you know, I think with... Uh, did you long to be like the front guys? <laughs> I really? Think, I think, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Now I see Frank in Anthrax, and I'm like, he's singing. Because his mouth's open. I'm like, he's he's naturally a singer yeah. being on stage. And, and, you know, it's funny, I... One of the first guys I ever saw kind of singing the lyrics while he was playing was Steve Harris mm-hmm. on the Number yeah. of the Beast yeah. tour. And and I remember him kind of mouthing the words. I'm going, okay, well, he's he's the writer. He, yeah. he wrote them. So for him, he's kind of 
sort of narrating the song as as he's yeah. playing it, right? And and it's funny, I, I started kind of mimicking that a little bit until I realized that for me it kind of looked silly, so I tried to stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but it's it's um, I think there's something about probably the two of us um, in that you know there's a whole other side to our musical craftsmanship because you've been in the same bands for quite yeah. a long yeah. time yeah. Right. I mean, yes. you've been in yeah. in Amtrak since 34 forever. years yes. yeah. I've seen you play twice mm. yeah here in Stockholm I actually saw you we had the last two show. years ago yeah yeah so that yeah so that and I saw you in 86 mm. you opened up for Metallica of course that was my very very first guest list wow <laughs> ever so that was quite a memorable yeah. game for, for many reasons yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big surprise.
basically with, I mean, you came back to, you You were a founding member mm-hmm. of Megadeth. And then Still you came, yeah. <laughs> and then you came back <laughs> in, in 2010, <laughs> right? At 2010. You know, I have an interesting place because I never quit and I didn't get fired. It's like it just ended. Uh-huh. You know, Dave stopped and is like, I got to get off the train and I need some time away. Yeah. And, and uh, it, you know, when he said I quit, I mean, that's, you know, it's, it'd be like Tom Brady quitting the quarterback. Well, now the team's done. You know, I mean, it was just kind of that's that type of thing. And, and um, you know, but you played he, with a lot of people in between. I did. No, it was interesting. It was a really <laughs> kind of a cool period for me, to be honest with you, because for those um, probably five years that I wasn't, you know, working with Dave, mm-hmm. I played with so many different people. I mean, everybody from Max Cavalera put this F5 thing just kind of came together around me. And I realized that bands just kind of happened. They just sort of yeah. developed. I played with Ronnie Montrose. You did I, a stint with Ripper Owens. I did. I did with Who Ripper. You also did a stint with my ex-husband, Ingbe. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, yeah. no, with Ingbe. Did I play with Ingbe? Didn't I you think I did. I thought you did. You did? Did you not do it? God, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't, you know. Did you not play a show with him? I think I did you a might show have him or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, what I, what I found he was. He doesn't keep his band members for that long. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, I, what I found was, um, was just say yes. You know? uh-huh. And I disco- you know, when I discovered it, as soon as Megadeth ended, Alice Cooper Camp reached over to me to play bass. Mm-hmm. And Alice being a lovely guy, and we got to know each other on tours. You know, I'm a family guy and, you know, yeah. I guess an able bass player. And you know, it's funny, he asked me, and I I didn't know what to do. I had a job. Fender had called me and said, hey, do you want to come in-house and be like a product development guy for a, wow. you know, for bass amps? Mm-hmm. Like a big position. My kids were really young, and I was going, God, I don't want to be this guy who wakes up like today at age 54 and goes, oh, my God, my family's grown up. I missed the whole thing. Because mm-hmm. I saw a lot of the road crew guys doing that. They went from one tour to the next tour to the next. They're never home. And I was just like, man, I don't know that I want to do that. And nope. And then they had to, they got Chuck Wright, who was in Quiet Right. They got him to play bass and it moved on. And I, I remember being very like sad going, I should have done that. Like that, I just should have done that. That's something I should have stepped up. And to be honest with you, I was in one band for 18 years playing all original music, focused on that one thing. And I realized like my chops weren't my, I needed to get, I needed to kind of get my head back into a new musical frame. To challenge yes. yourself? Yeah, just to be ready for or when the phone rang. Just to be ready when the phone rang. Uh-huh. To say, hey, can you do this? And I tell you, though, so there, you know, like a lot of things in life, it isn't the successes that that really galvanize you. It's it's that sometimes the things you fucked up and then some things that <laughs> maybe didn't go right. You go, you know what? I got to freaking get it together. I did a rock and roll fantasy camp with these guys. Everybody was older than me. It was... Um, Kelly Keegy, the drummer from Night Ranger, mm-hmm. uh, Elliot Easton from The Cars, Bill Hudson, who wrote a, a big Aerosmith song, Living on the Edge, mm-hmm. Bruce Kulick, and these guys yep. are all older than me and really seasoned in old rock and roll. The Beatles, Booker T and the MGs, like all this stuff that I'd heard on the radio. Yeah. And they're like calling out songs on the stage, and I'm like, uh, I don't uh. know that one. It's G. I kind of remember it on the radio. Wow. And I remember Mark Hudson looking at me and Don, and he goes, "Hey, kid, you got to get your fucking rock and roll book together." <laughs> playing, and I'm like going, what? "I mean, I've just married going." Yeah. And when and at one point we we're playing some song, and Bruce Gilly came up to me, he goes, "Here, give me the bass. I'll I'll take it from here. I got this." Okay. And I gave him the bass, and I remember walking off stage just going, "That fucking sucks," you know, like not really being prepared. 
And we had a whole tour, Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp tour oh, coming up. okay. And I went, and I made it my point to impress Mark Hudson. I go, I'm going to go home and I'm going to fucking study up. I'm going to do what he said and get my rock and roll chops together. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You think that has inspired your songwriting for A and A? I mean, because it, it's it's more of a. I mean, you've been compared to the Foo Fighters quite a lot, and and uh, that's a great compliment. It, it is, yeah, I and I have to yes. agree with that. Yeah. And here's a guy who is in also a very big band as a drummer, and yeah. then is now a singer and a guitar player, kind of like yeah. Frank, who is a out. bass player yeah. of a very big yeah. thrash metal band, who's now a. A is that what happens when, when the rhythm section becomes frontman? You, you turn in, in different direction? See, you know what's funny about frontman thing? I find singing this whole frontman thing as just being just as much as Dave is on stage with me now. It's just something that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Like playing the bass, yeah. playing the guitar. I didn't want to deal with another singer, to be honest. You know, I just felt like these are coming out of my heart, my, my mm-hmm. gut, my gut. I need uh-huh. to bring this out. And show the emotion that I have. Yeah. So I couldn't convey that with another singer. That, so I, and plus, I just don't want to deal with another person. Because <laughs> it was just him and I. And it was just, when I just do this. Yeah. And it was just an easy... We talked about it. Should we get a singer? Should we get another guitar player? Is this a band? Should we just do it as me? And i got to be honest with you, Frank, really, he really leaned on producer Jay Rustin. Mm-hmm. He was also a bass player. Oh. And he felt very comfortable. He brought him in right away. He said, man, Jay's the guy. And Jay really... We needed a guy to sort of be that outside perspective and say, why don't you two do it? We'll call Jeff Friedel, the drummer. Mm-hmm. We'll get him to do it. And you guys just, why don't you guys just do all of it? And then when we need a guitar player, look, we'll call Gus G. We'll call Nina Strauss. We have, you know, some other, yeah, we got some friends who can play, right? Big names. But, but it's like, it's not going to be an all-star band. It's not going to be that. It's just, it's it's Frank and Dave. <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's you what it Nita is. You and Gus. And he really helped. Yeah. I think he helped kind yes. of focus that and give us some perspective and, and just really yeah. go, yeah, let's just, you know, because Frank is like, you know what? I, I want to try this. I want to sing. I want to I want to be the, I want to go in and sing. And you know what I realized? I mean, I realized this with Dave over the years, um, you know, is that, he conveys the conviction of the story he's trying to tell. Mm-hmm. And I re- and it, when Frank was singing, it's like, you know what? He is really conveying the story that he's trying to tell. And that's wow. more important than any vocal acrobatics or any crazy, you know, are you a singer or not? And my my what I've discovered, everybody's a singer because everybody comes with a with a voice. Sounds really good Agreed. to me. From the factory. <laughs> factory installed voice. Yeah. And how you do you know what you do with that? I mean, I listen to Lou Reed, it's almost like spoken word. You know, you listen to Mariah Carey, it's this you know, almost operatic, just incredible thing. Most of us are somewhere in between, you know. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, when I heard Frank sing, it was like there's no better guy to tell that story than than the author of that song, which is Frank, you know? And that that just became this natural centerpiece for for the sound of altitudes and attitude. You take a 
from now on after this tour um, do you have another promoting the record like mm-hmm. promoting the record yeah. and touring and we're starting to book shows in the states now mm-hmm. um, phones calls are happening now because the record's out which yeah. is nice so to do more tours now we have schedules we have day jobs Tim and I yeah. as you know <laughs> so right now it's the balance where do you find the time yeah. where, where, when is it possible to get a window in and would that have been possible when you were younger 
and maybe more competitive or is it like easier to find the window now you know people have pointed <clears throat> that out about our bands were really about this let's call it the big four we mm -hmm. were competitors i mean metallica was always a mile ahead of us you know or a kilometer <laughs> ahead of us you know of all of us but i remember dave when i met dave he goes yeah there's this fast little band out in new york called anthrax and we we're hanging out with them when he was there with metallica so i mean you know we were all kind of in the running um but you know to get to that place where you feel like your band has had success. I mean, essentially, there's only so much bandwidth. And Metallica took up a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the same time, Metallica, just, because, because, they were before, at, yeah. because they were ahead of us, they broke the doors open. They showed us how to do all of it. Hey, this is how you get signed to a major label. This is how you go on tour with Ozzy. This is how you, do, how you get in the radio. This is how you do a video. True. You know, I mean, they really, they broke down the doors for all of us that, Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth could kind of just But that walk took a, right a while. I mean, I'm, I'm 52, so yeah, yeah. I've been in the business yeah. for quite some time. Did, and sure. I remember, I mean, they, it, I mean, it was probably with Master of Puppets or something. Yeah, probably and, broken, breaking, yeah. yeah. But the thing of it is, 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 you know, as much as maybe our bands were competing for the same bandwidth at one point, radio and et cetera, you know, what's ironic is that we do A&A, &A, and it doesn't even sound at all like Megadeth or Anthrax at all. I mean, there's not one riff. I mean, maybe <laughs> here again, or there's one minute in part of me where we're riffing out that maybe that could be maybe. possibly it's very somewhere. Based. Yeah. It's very, yeah. I mean, it's outside the box. It's, it's way outside. It's song based. Yeah. yeah. So it's exactly. kind of ironic that we yeah. come together and we do something that doesn't even sound at all like our own band. So it's, it's I mean, I look at it like this. We're in two of the greatest thrash bands on the planet. We're lucky enough. To why do we? Why do we need to go do more of that? You know, I and, mean, and the payoff is what you just said. It's very song based. The way you said it, and you like it, and mm -hmm. then people are getting what we did. I, I like that they're understanding. Not only are they loving the music, they're they're loving the lyrics, and they're relating and connecting with it. Mm -hmm. I think we're connecting with this out. Now that people are hearing it, and it's promoted, it's getting promoted. That's the most. For me, that it's fulfilling, very fulfilling to hear that people are understanding because they're going deeper and taking the next step into the record. So it means a lot. As a songwriter, yes, and as a performer, as a person, oh, as a person, to be honest, you know, because um, this is a lot of emotion. There's a lot. I know that sounds like a weird word, but it's, it's a lot of my life mm -hmm. and a lot of Dave's life, and and to hear people react to it the way they are, it really is feels good yeah i think we have to yeah. wrap this up perhaps yeah, the grips. last question sure the cringe song i always ask in my interviews a cringe song something that you like a lot but maybe wouldn't say in a really cool interview with a really cool magazine or something something your fans will go oh. do they really like that can Abba, be something really Abba, super trooper well, and since we're in Sweden, <laughs> it's even more valid. Perfect. <laughs> Crowded house, don't dream it's over. Great song. Come on. Thank Come you on. so much. No Look at this whole interview, <laughs> full corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank it's you great. so much and best of luck. <laughs> Thank you.